What's up, y'all? All right. So listen, we have a new opportunity so you can be loyal increasingly <laughs> to the Corner Store Podcast. Uh, we have a Patreon account. Talk about David. Where can people find us on Patreon? Patreon.com slash Corner Store underscore pod. And this is a way where you can support us each and every week. Uh, there are, you know, very... Uh, affordable ways to support the corner store. It gives you a multitude of options. You could support the snacks, uh, stop Max from coming out of his pocket every week uh, to you know feed people in the corner store. And you could also be a part of a live studio broadcast if you wish. There's a lot of things in that Patreon account. Uh, Tar, where can people find that one more time? <laughs> Patreon.com slash corner store underscore pod. Y'all, please consider becoming a Patreon a patron of the corner store. Uh, thank you for your support. Hey, Tara, hi, David. Hey, Kevin. What's good? Tara, are, yes. you, are you good today? Yes, I'm great, except I was just talking about this fog. It's scary. And you're so uncomfortable. <laughs> I know. I'm glad I'm not plus, facing it. Plus, we're up high, right? Yeah, I know. It's like a double. These combinations of things. Yeah. Don't sit well. Pull the blinds if you want. Ooh, wow. Maybe it's such a beautiful view up in the spaceship, though. So no, it's fine. Um, Tara, I feel like one of the things we need to do in the future is uh, tell people of upcoming events we have because we're doing some live shit this summer. You know what I mean? Oh, we are. Yeah. Um, So next next ep, we will be sure to (laughs) get our shit together and have a calendar. but uh, but on today's in the corner store today we have a, a really special person. We do someone who we're I think both mutual fans of, uh, a photographer, a, a visual artist, creative director, someone who really like reps the city well. Um, reps I think like you know for everybody, uh, women, Latinx culture, um, really in a beautiful way. Angie Starr is in the building in the corner store. Thank you so much for being here. Yes, happy to be here. Yeah, thank you so much for being here. Uh, Max has already made sure uh, he has poured you some libations from our spirit sponsor, Stolen Spirits. Are you enjoying what you're drinking? Yes, I am. Put some in my hot tea. It was perfect. Very smart. Yeah, you're off that new rye, which is really really delicious. Um, Makeshift hot toddy. That's right. It is. (laughs) Yeah, makeshift. That's also the name of your mixtape. Yeah, maybe no, no, okay, maybe yours, maybe it a track. Yo, yeah. Yeah, a track, yeah, a track, yeah, yeah, that's yeah, right. That's okay, better. that's fair. Uh, in addition, Max has also secured you some other snacks, um, including this Orchard Pure 100% orange juice from Dean's. Uh, it's from Concentrate, I don't know what that means, okay, meaning it's not real orange juice, but think, it's orange I juice. Um, <laughs> I don't know why the world makes fake orange juice. Also, I heard like, is orange juice not orange? I'm so confused. What you mean? I don't know, they dye it. Yeah, I, I think so. <laughs> you gotta stop, man. Also, man, uh, Max got you some chia flax quinoa kettle corn chips. Ooh. So I think those are gl- those are gluten free too. So yes, these are healthy. Yeah, make. I mean, you could enjoy now if you wish. Yeah, well, I may. But welcome, and uh, you know, we want to know we want to know all about you and your work. So uh, just to begin with, where are you from? I am from Chicago, born and raised. True. My parents are from Chicago, born and raised. True. Um, but I'm from. Uh, Mexican descent. Actually, I'm technically Mexican, Spanish, and Portuguese. Okay. Did you um, do the uh, the DNA shit? I did. You know, my whole uh, life, I was told my grandfather was like, okay, we're Mexican, Spanish, and Portuguese. Did my DNA test, thought I would find something really cool. No, I'm exactly that. I, I'm three fights Mexican, Spanish, Oh, so it just confirmed. It just confirmed it. And we're like, wow. But I, I, I hear that, like, the issue with that is that like, now the government or Google or somebody has, like, 
your your uh, DNA. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? A lot of people tell me that, but like if someone's down to clone me, like I'm down cuz I can use another me out here. True. <laughs> I, I think the world to could know use another that me. I'm cloned. <laughs> You know, what if, like, my clone does some fucked up shit? That's true. And then I got to be out here, like, liable. Like, if your clone, clone pulls off a bad fit. One because day, they also have the you know same I mean? DNA. It's not like it's your twin. Right. right. And they're like, damn, Tara, why was you wearing those, like, Yo, this is a great setup, sneakers. like, this fog in our conversation. Right. It's all black yeah. mirror-ish. Yeah. Government. So, but, all right, so you're, you're third, third, or you're, you're all those parts. Yes. But uh, where in Chicago are y'all from? Um. Well, it's kind of difficult because I've kind of lived everywhere. My parents are from Pilsen. Um, me, I grew up, I guess, in the early part of my life uh, by Ravenswood and Uptown. My dad lived in Uptown for most of my childhood. Um, my mom lives in North Center now. Uh, so I lived in North Center for a little bit. Um, lived in Pilsen for a little bit. Lived in Logan Square. Lived in the Austin area. I lived yeah. by the Brickyard. Also lived by Rogers Park for a little bit. Um and yeah, and most of my family's from the South Side by like Archer and Cicero. So that's kind of like second home for me too. <laughs> so it's hard when people, they say, you know, especially in Chicago, everybody wants to rep a side. And I'm like, I can't, I can't. I the whole city. I rep the whole city. Yeah. I can't. I'm Which is a special experience when you move around like that so much. Because a lot really of, is. you know, I think a lot of folks, I mean, in Chicago stay separate intentionally. Yeah. Um, so to be able to traverse the city in that way is pretty unique. It is, you know, and it actually, it kind of gave me a new experience, like culturally, you know, I was able to, to see a lot. I also, I went to um, high school up north, Mather High School, shout out to Mather, yeah. uh, which was very like ethnically diverse. So I feel like just being all over the city and then, you know, going to a very diverse school, I'm very well versed in Chicago out here. I feel like uh, we've had, we have had like a number of folks on here who are. Who'd also say they rep the whole city and not just like a side, you know? Yeah, true. Yeah. But I think like that's such, I mean, I, but that's, I think at large a rarity, right? Yeah, exactly. Which is why I think it's interesting that your parents, what, what, what were they doing that they were moving around in that way? Or what? I think it's mostly me. Um, well, my parents actually, uh, when they were in, in Pilsen, it was actually, uh, it's actually a thug story. Um, they burned down the apartment building that they're at because Pilsen back in the seventies was a much rougher place than it is now. It's different. Yeah. Yeah, So uh, the city actually placed my family up North in like a, in a house in Ravenswood. And that's kind of where they, they stood. But most of my family still stood in Pilsen on the South side. So who burned the place down? You know, it's actually, a, it's Can't still, it's still <laughs> at large, but yeah, there's, there's alleged gangs, there's alleged riffraff, there's right. stories, but it's interesting because my family actually was in the Sun-Times. There's like a, there's a Sun-Times where it says like Mejia family, family of, oh my God, because my grandmother had 15 kids and they oh, lived shit. in that building. They yeah. lived in that building? Yeah. Oh shit. So All it was like 20 people. <laughs> this place, yeah. all Mejia's, all my, you know, all my family, and so it was a, it was a big thing. It was, it was burnt down, and the family, um, and I guess some like donors and such placed my family on the north side, and that's how they ended up there. Super Chicago, it's a very Chicago story. And, w- and what did your folks do, or what do they do? Um, both my parents worked at the post office, actually. Mm. Yeah, super middle, middle class family. That's a steady yeah. gig. Yeah. 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 It's pretty good. Pretty good. Um, but yeah, and you know what? It's funny you say that Chicago, um, I've been asked a lot of times, like, man, why do you rep Chicago so hard? Or like, 
Because you do, you go in, you put on for the city. Right? I do put yeah, on for the yeah, city, yeah. but you know what? It's I don't I don't even think I try. I just am Chicago. You know, like I just this is just my experience out here. I'm all over the city. Like today, I was in Wicker Park uh, working at the Silver Room pop up, and then now I'm here downtown. After this, I'm going uh, to another thing out in Rogers Park. And I'm just I'm just all over the city and I think it all should be captured and documented and I take pictures all over the city. I love the variety of architecture from neighborhood to neighborhood and the food. So I just I just document it all and yeah, it turns out I rep it hard, but I'm just living. Well it's fun but it's fun following you on, on IG and uh so people as they're listening can pay attention. What it, what is it? We'll get it at the end, but what is your IG? Yes, it's at Angie Star Photo. Because there, you really do get a you know snapshot, no pun intended, of of your life day to day. Yeah, you're 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 an artist, freelancer. It's not like you have one gig; you have a thousand gigs. It seems yes. So day to day, like what what does what does it look like for for you? Uh, you know, honestly, it's different every day, and I love it. I set this, you know, I put the intention out there a long time ago. I didn't want to live like a everyday routine kind of life. Um, so it just depends on where I'm working, what my gig is, where the gig is. And I just end up all over the city naturally. So every day, every week is a little different. Um, as of recently, though, I started working at um, the Silver Room pop-up in Shout Wicker Park. Room. Shout out Eric Williams. Yes, I love Eric. He, yeah. He's he's great. No, we got to get Eric on yeah. in, in, in yeah. here too. But yeah, Eric is, is that dude. Silver Room is a, you know incredibly important place in the cultural landscape of Chicago. Yes, and it's real cool having it back at Wicker Park because it started out in Wicker. Yeah. Now it's in Hyde Park, but we got the pop-up out in Wicker. And um, I'm a vibe creator and a photographer uh, for them. I help. You said you're a vibe creator? Yeah. Yo. That's your job? That's my job. That's what? Lit. what does that mean? That's amazing. I'm not I don't know. You know, when I interviewed with Natalie, she uh, runs the, she's the manager over at uh, the Wicker Park pop-up. And I'm like, what is it exactly? She's like, you know, you're just setting vibes. You're just a vibe creator, you know. I just make sure the music is right for the day, for the time. I'm burning sage. I'm burning incense all day. Job, you know, I'm taking <laughs> pictures of all the cool stuff that we get, all the cool art that we get. You know, actually, it's kind of cool. So we just had a big fundraiser for the Silver Room Black Party that's coming up. Plug July 20th. True. No, please plug it all day. It's, it's one of the illest events in, in, the, in the city's year, right? Yeah. So, so say one more time. Silver Room Block Party is a free event, by the way. Free event in Hyde Park right. on 53rd on July 20th. Right. And we just held a, a fundraiser at the pop-up. And we featured, a, it was called 100 Canvases. It was 100 canvases from artists all over the city. And uh, T-Pain showed up with Hannibal Burris. And they bought some art. And hey. it's it's really great. It just shows like how well-known the Silver Room is and how important it is for the culture. Um, and it, it's pretty cool. Like working there, I get to meet a lot of different people and uh, tell a story, um, you know, for the Silver Room. And um, it's cool also to work for someone, Eric, who who is very passionate. He's very real about um, the Silver Room. It's not just a store. It's not just a retail shop. It's he's really out for the community and. And it's just great. It's great. And for local artists, there's so many local artists and vendors. I have art up there right now, which is really cool. Um, so, yeah, it's just it's a cool thing to work at. So right now uh, I'm frequently there in Wicker Park doing different stuff there. Um, but other than that, I'm just all over the city. Um, right. And in, in your work, I mean, your work, 
you know, at least the, the photography and some of the collage work that I've seen as well, mm-hmm. uh, you are kind of telling a narrative, right, in, in the different capacities. But, but what are some of the stories that you are wanting to tell about the city, about the people that you are, uh, you know, framing? And, and Yeah, I would say culture. Co- the culture here in Chicago, um, like I've traveled all over the country and I don't know, just the culture. And I know Chicagoans go hard for Chicago. You know, I know that. Um, but it just it really is different here. Like there's just culture and art and architecture and food and the people that are just very unique. And that's what I always try to capture is just all the different types of talent and art here. Um, I think my photography actually stemmed from shooting the architecture uh, in Chicago, I would just kind of go around the city and just shoot all the cool stuff. And it just kind of kept building and building. I did events. Um, I started doing a lot of hip hop shows. So I got a lot of photography of like the underground hip hop scene over the years, um, which is actually crazy. I just, uh, you know how Facebook does those like Facebook memories. Yeah. So 10 years ago, actually recently, I shot my first live show at the Abbey Pub and it was for a little brother. Wow. And the Moment crew. Yo, for real? Yeah. That's, we have uh, Panic of the Moment is a, a guest uh, on an episode. He's, yes. he's in the studio right now. Oh, we're no gonna, way. Yeah. yeah, he knows me. We yeah, follow yeah, each yeah. other. Dope. Um, <laughs> yeah, so it, yeah, so like I was, I was just sending those pictures over to uh, Rashid Hadi. He's uh, another uh, artist here in Chicago, rapper, producer. And it was just a trip that that was 10 years ago already. And that was my first live show that I ever shot. And I, I, it was one of the reasons why I fell in love with photography. Um, and just shooting like, concerts and live shows, period. Like my first experience being on stage. And I'm not like an artist. I'm not, I mean, not like a rapper or you know, a performer or anything. But just being able to be on stage and capturing that energy and the essence and, and everything. So like throughout the years, um, especially over the last decade, I've shot a lot of of artists out here and i think it's just illuminating i love illuminating the culture on so many different levels and, and it inspires me it keeps me inspired all the people that are out here on all the art yeah true. it keeps being pushed how, how did you get started how did you break in even before you you shot a live event i mean you were you know you, you mentioned you were taking pictures of the architecture but how did why did you even pick up a camera as opposed to you know drop a mixtape or mm-hmm. you know paint brushes or, or what have you why why did you gravitate towards towards that medium yeah um well it's hard actually my first my first art was paint brushes i do paint and such too um but i had two uncles growing up that were uh photographers i actually just just the other day two days ago posted on my instagram a photo that my uncle um had took of my father and they did a untouchables remake kind of thing at union station so my dad was just like that on your ig that's a cold photo it's so dope it's so dope it's a it was like a gangster film Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah very uh, Chicago. Yeah, about Elliot Ness, who like worked for the government and tried to break up the mob here. Uh, but it's a film that they also shot here, and there's kind of an iconic scene at Union Station. Yes, like yeah, 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 where like, yeah, there's a showdown. Yes, and uh, yeah, so my uncle and my dad recreated like a whole shoot in 1988, where my dad had like the illest little lazoot suit on, yes. and he has a gang <laughs> there. Yes. And like my whole life, I would they would do like little creative shoots like that, and. And I just always looked at it like, man, that's so dope. And also touching on like parts of Chicago history at the same time. Um, So that kind of really inspired me. So it was like, uh, I think it was 
in college when I started playing with like a 35 millimeter and I just once it was in my hands it was like that's it I just wanted to capture everything and everyone in such a dope way but yeah if you do go on my Instagram though you have to see my last post with my dad because it's it's pretty G yeah yeah, yeah. it's dope I just looked at it yeah it's funny that your dad or it's cool that your dad was down for that kind of shit though yeah my artistic side definitely comes a lot from my dad like he would he would do a lot of like uh graffiti I mean not like out but like he would do a lot of cool like stuff in our notebooks and stuff growing up and um would tell us about like the taggings especially like back in the day like the gang taggings and such um he would always draw like these little zoot suit characters all over our stuff so like yeah I, I definitely got a lot of inspiration from my dad and that side of the family comes with photography and, and how are they with you because to, to step out on your own to be an independent artist is not the easiest pill to swallow especially for good hard-working middle-class parents mm-hmm. uh so how how have they been with this journey for you? You know, I, they're still iffy, but <laughs> <laughs> but no. But I think I had to prove myself to them, and I think once they were able to see that I was able to sustain myself, my own freelance, because um, I went full time freelance almost two years ago now. So uh, able, being able to do this and just seeing my work and seeing that so many people now recognize my work. Um, I think that they're they're kind of warming up to it and think it's kind of cool. And do I, I wonder if some of the because you've had some big cosigns from you know very recognizable brands and mm-hmm. uh, other other platforms as well. I imagine that kind of thing is helpful. Yes, yes, most definitely. Like earlier this year, I did a, a shoot for Mazda, so that was that was huge. I got to shoot uh, the thirtieth anniversary edition of Miata which is pretty awesome. So that my dad's always been like a cool, like a car person. We always went to the car, the auto shows growing up. So it was like, all right, I see you out here. Right. That helps. They, they've <laughs> you know? heard of Mazda and you're working with them or whatever. And they're like, okay, yeah, I get it. I get it now. And then my mom recently, I shot a, a fashion fundraiser at Bentley down the block, actually over here. And Mario Lopez hosted it, you know, AC Slater. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah. My preteen dreams. Like, <laughs> lit were, that night. <laughs> But yeah, and just like uh, things like that, we're like, wow, you're really, you're really out here. You really took this seriously. <laughs> so, so too, because it, it is not an easy life to live gig to gig to have so many different plates spinning at once. Um, what are some of the things that you would? And we have a lot of young creatives who listen, and and some of them are in between this period of being a a full-time independent contractor and having a regular gig and everything like this what what are some of the things you wish you would have known a few years back that you kind of have learned the hard way now that you would you know maybe some gems you could you could you know release and drop drop to folks yeah uh you know it's so funny someone actually just messaged me on instagram today asking if i had any pointers um Really, I how for me, it's so important, I would say, to network as much as possible. Um, as photographers, we're so used to being like the undercover ninjas behind the scenes where a lot of times we just shoot things and capture and we don't really socialize. We're just kind of like back, you know. Yeah, you're behind. Yeah, behind uh, the scenes, uh, literally. Yeah. yeah, yeah. And most of the time we're like, we have to wear black, you know. It's like a, a standard kind of. Um, so I would say that like a network as much as possible, shoot as many different things as possible too. Cause a lot of times, uh, they want to, 
you know, it's easy to narrow down like, oh, you're what kind of photographer are you? You know, you wedding photographer, portrait photographer. Um, But to really like experiment with all the different kinds to see if you really wanted to if you really want to be a certain type of photographer or just shoot everything. Um, Like for me, I I personally like I shoot everything. It's not, you know, product photography. Um, I actually have to shout out another really staple Chicago brand, which is Chicago Leaders. I, for a long time, I worked for Leaders and I shot their online catalog. Oh, wow. Yeah. And I still do. I do some of their like um, special edition stuff. Oh. Yeah. And so that's another brand and that's product photography. And that's not something that you really, it's not artistic, but it's needed. It's right. very needed. And a lot of people kind of forget how much photography is in marketing and in a lot of things that like, you can really find your way. What's your favorite kind of things to shoot then? Ooh, I like food photography. I see most. that on your IG story a lot, yeah. right? Yeah. I love me some food photography mostly because I get to eat it. <laughs> yeah. My actually my first internship in college was working for Time Out Chicago magazine and my um my first like kind of I don't know I guess subject was going to different restaurants and shooting like their popular dishes to feature. My first published work is actually food photography with them. Um, so they would send me to different places. It'd be funny though because I wouldn't write the articles. I would just write. I would just take the pictures of the articles. But the restaurants would think that I I was the person. So they would like, you know, hook you up, hook me up, give me like good. the best of the best, treat me good, and everything. Like, oh, I would totally rightfully so, rightfully so. <laughs> yes, right. Uh, the only thing that sucked with that is if if the review was bad, right? Then I can't go back to that place because they're like, oh, <laughs> you. You know, but besides that, that's um, that's a favorite one of mine. I love shooting other artists. That's another because I I think like the artist, the artist, like the inspiration and the energy just kind of bounces off each other really well. So I love shooting other artists, whether it's musicians or visual artists or or you name it. It's I like doing that. But well, can we can we can we ask you? Can we quiz you? Top spots in Chicago, a few different categories. Is that all right? Real quick. Let's do it. All right. So you mentioned food. So top spots for food for you right oh, now you're not man. beholden in this list for eternity by the way it's just kind of whatever you're feeling right oh, now. okay um okay would well, see there's categories here there's like subcategories break it down all right so there's like your traditional spots right i have to shout out a few family spots that i grew up going to like connie's pizza out on the south side if you want like some chicago pizza i would say connie's over giordano's any day over luminati's over luminati's for me what's it called uh, Kanye's. Um, oh, I don't know about all that. I swear you were saying Kanye, and I'm like, what? Kanye's. <laughs> Kanye, you know, he got Kanye's. pizza. One okay, day. yeah. I, Kanye's. <laughs> yeah. I was like, oh, um, the South Side. That makes sense. <laughs> yeah. I don't eat meat anymore, but Rico Benny's. If you've never had Rico Benny's, you're you're missing out on life. What kind of food? It's, it's breaded steak sandwiches. Yes. Mm. So their main one is in Bridgeport. They're kind of, it's more of a South Side thing. Um, but yeah, you, you have to do that. Um, let me see. What else? I I feel like I'm eating at different places all day. I lived in Pilsen for a while, too, and anything on 18th Street. Oh, I got one. Uh, it's super underrated. It's a spot called uh, Cinco Rabanitos, and it's uh, right by Harrison Park on 18th Street. And one of the chefs uh, that worked under, um, ooh, what's his name, Bayless? 
yeah, Rick Bayless. Yeah. Yes, Rick Bayless. He opened up his own oh, restaurant wow. there. Okay. Yeah. And he has a whole vegetarian menu hey. too. All right. Options. Okay. You know, so it's so good. Bet. It's so good. All right. What about what about top places for you to shoot? Just 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 city. Like where would you go? Just I want to you know pop off real quick, take some quick shots. Where where do you go? Ooh, I love the Palmer House. Because it's like a, it's an open to the public kind of place, and yeah. it just looks so good there. Yeah. It's just it's so traditional and nice, yeah. and um, and nothing like it will ever be built again. Too, they don't they don't make places right. like that anymore. So just all the ornate chandeliers and yeah, yeah the openness of the you know the grandness I guess of some even of those like rooms. the outside is grand. Yes, it really is. Yeah. I actually, just recently, fun fact, found out that the brownie was invented there. Oh, listen, <laughs> it doesn't stop Chicago's <laughs> inventiveness. Jewish. You know what I mean? um, yeah, let me see what's another spot. Uh, up the riverfront is really nice. I've been shooting a lot of like family and couple photography. Do you like this new river walk that they built? Like, I the, do. It's kind of cute, right? It's cute. Like, it's kind of cute. It's, it's cute. not been warm enough to even walk on. There. Well, that's true. I know. But one day, so I have not. Peaked. One day in August, maybe it will be. <laughs> yeah, right. yeah. 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 But it, like in the day, it was never. You didn't. You didn't really. No, you didn't want to. Yeah, you didn't want to be down there. Yeah, for a long time, but now it's it's really nice. Yeah, it's gonna. It's hard to like knock it, even though we know a lot of that money could be put elsewhere in the city. But true, true, it's very pretty. Yeah. Um. So I guess that outside, I like the conservatories too, like Garfield Park Conservatory. Yo, those yeah, are some of my favorite places. Yeah, yeah, I love those places in the yeah. winter too, because those places yes. are warm. Like. In some of those rooms where it's like it, it, it's, it stays humid in the orchid rooms or something yes. like that. And it's a good spot to go in the winter when you are just done yes, with, with especially you know, February with or Chicago, whatever. Like even like right now, like you never the weather is so unpredictable yeah. that you, you got to have like as a photographer, you got to have a background like a backup if you're shooting outdoors. So it's always mm. like, OK, we'll meet here. But if weather is bad, we'll go to the conservatory. You know, or we'll, go, we'll hit a hotel that I know is, like, open. Like, the Hyatt on Michigan Avenue is usually pretty good, too. You could just kind of walk in and take pictures in their lobby. Mm. That's pretty dope. All right, last last, last quiz question. Uh, top shows uh, or events that you've shot? Ooh. Oh, man. So, I've shot a lot of my favorite rappers. Um, like, I'd say Talib Kweli was the top one. Um, I shot uh, the first Offest with uh you know Con- Kanye came out with Common yeah. um do or die were there I mean not do it yeah we'll do or die were there and um oh who else man just so much I feel like De La Soul was there um I've shot that Bentley event that I was talking about with I mean, Mario Lopez yeah. it would mean <laughs> Bentley. because of Mario Lopez or because of Bentley's uh a little bit of both <laughs> <laughs> Uh, let's not kid ourselves. He's His Mario. skin is just, it's immaculate. <laughs> I'm just saying. Okay, anyway. <laughs> it holds up under the it holds harsh up. light of my camera. <laughs> I'm sure he was wearing makeup. Yeah. Sorry All to ruin your dream. Wow. I know. Hey, that's what I know. He still has a solid morning routine. I know it. Right, skincare. right. Skincare on point. <laughs> skincare regimen. Yeah. But let me see. Recently, I shot um, a lookbook uh, shoot for the Silver Room. And it's actually real cool because a lot of the the clothing and apparel that they have there is real cool. So it's cool to see like the different designers and such. It's hard, man. I've shot so many good events. I used to work at the Shrine when it was still open in the South Loop. So I've shot like Rock Him there. 
Um, I shot Floetry there, uh-huh. SWV, all like my 90s hitters. You know what I mean? Like, so you're like a, my like 90s a hip- hitters. <laughs> you're like, like a hip hop R&B head, though. Yes, I, guess, huh? I am. Yeah, yeah. I really am. So who put you onto that? Like, why, why that music? My brothers, actually. Yeah, my okay. brothers were both DJs. Ah. Yeah, so they're older than me. And so they, they put me on game pretty Pretty I'm early. still not over my my hitters. I know, right? Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> I fucks with it. Yeah, right. Um, that's really dope. All right, so all right, so now you're doing all this work for so many other people, but of course you still maintain your own personal practice. What are some of the things uh, that you are working on that you're excited about? Yes, um, I have a few. Um, well, one thing is I have like this series where I do like a Chicago universe type thing um i'm actually going to be exhibiting three of my pieces for that at uh the young chicago authors on friday hey yep opening what now what yeah just tell people where a little about that and where where folks can see it and everything so there's a photography exhibition on friday at young chicago authors i believe it's six to nine think so yeah six to nine yeah. north milwaukee yeah so there's i think six different photographers and we all got some different stuff being shown and i'm gonna be featuring my um prints on metal i print on metal it's like aluminum um so with i do like chicago skylines but then i i do like a mixed media thing where they crop it out and i put it with like universe backgrounds like galaxy type stuff oh, wow. um and i'll either create it or i'll find stock images and mess with it so it's kind of like if Chicago didn't have light pollution, you know how it'll look wow. out in the sky. So I'm going to be exhibiting that. That's something I've been um, working on a lot. It's just like these different Chicago skyline abstracty kind of things. That's dope. I'm doing like a, a nature series too that I'm working on where I'm just doing a bunch of different flowers and putting it in like the sky and galaxies like if it were a planet you know weird stuff weird stuff i also have another um series that i'm working on um i think i'm titling it the modern classic and it's just uh woman it's it's all women that i've shot because i shoot a ton of portraits out here um and woman but like with a vintage feel on metal so we'll see how that goes out but it, it'll be out i'm trying it's by the end of the year yeah, yeah that's exciting and and how do you maintain the balance between having to do stuff to pay the rent to eat to you know and you you want to keep all the clients that you have happy but you also yeah. are trying to you know make the stuff you are passionate about so what is that i, I guess it you know diff, uh, defers day to day but how do you maintain a balance yeah you know it's just making time for yourself and also making time for work like right now um, I, I should be editing probably <laughs> I have two, two shoots that I, uh, I should be releasing by this week or sending to the client. Um, but just like for my own peace of mind, I think I've just found that balance of like needing to work, but also needing to create for me. So, so I don't hate my work. How do you, you not know? get burnt out? Sometimes I get burnt out. (laughs) It's hard. I'm still trying to figure that out, actually. Um, But really, it's just it's that balance. It's that balance of knowing when to stop for a second. And, you know, if there's been times where I've told clients, like, usually I try to get photos within a week. But, you know, if there's some weeks where I'm too busy, I'll shoot that email. I'm like, hey, I'm going to give it to you in a few days. You know, and some days I just need like a mental day, like just a me day where I'm not even on social media. And I just, you know. So what do you do to rejuvenate? Um, you know, actually, I like when I go, when I travel, I like to hike 
a lot. And I also like to meditate, actually. I like to just sit in silence without my phone, without anything, and just just be in my own being, you know, for a second. Um, I think that's that's pretty much it. That's just important. I've been I've been I've been trying to uh, I've been it's ridiculous because I'm using an app on my phone to meditate, which seems yeah. like <laughs> that's not what I did at first. Oh, word! Yeah. And then you just then you were just able to kind of go solo. Yeah, right? you know what actually really got me in um, meditating was this common track, um, "Heaven Somewhere." It has like CeeLo, Eric Badu, Mary J. Blige is on it. Uh, maybe it, yeah, somebody else is on it, um, but it's like a ten minute track, and it's um, it's like. I don't want to say it's not like a gospel track, but it's a very spiritual track. Uh, his dad has a little excerpt at the end of it. And so when I when I wouldn't um, in meditation, you, you're supposed to clear your thoughts, you know, and when yeah. I couldn't do that, I would just blast that song in my head and focus on the lyrics mm. because it's so spiritual and good vibey. In, so that actually that track has like a lot to do with my meditation and being able or learning how to extract myself uh, from like the everyday world, you know, and just focus in on just one thing and silencing the mind, calming the mind. That's pretty dope. True. So, of course, people can see your work, uh, some of it at the uh, YCA Gallery, Windows 8. I think there's eight photographers. Yes. Uh, oh, eight. Yes, th- yes. Yeah, this Friday, uh, 1180 North Milwaukee. That show will be up for a month. Uh, but in addition, of course, people could follow you on the Internet's IG is the best place to see the work on the regular. Yeah. One more time. What is it, what is it at again? Angie Star Photo. All regularly spelled. I also have a Snapchat, um, Facebook at Angie Star Photo. Um, I'm pretty I'm pretty on the map here. So if you just Google and you start for you'll find something. And and if people need your services, they they can holler. Yes, DM, holler at me. <laughs> Email me, go on my website, angiestarstudios.com. Um yeah, and I'm out here. And you know, real quick, I was listening to one of your last podcasts with uh, Nico Segal. Yeah. And he was talking about his dad. Yeah. Being a, a teacher, yeah. he was actually my fifth grade teacher. Oh what? Oh, yes. Crazy. Oh wow. Yeah, and I I don't know why I just right, up, I just thought um, about that. Yeah, where at? What, what school? Was I w- I went to Inter American. Uh-huh. Um, it's it's in Wrigleyville now. It kind of okay. moved, but it was actually um one of the only, and I think it still is one of the only bilingual schools where we learned everything from preschool to eighth grade in Spanish. So mm-hmm. all our subjects were in Spanish, and um. Uh, Nico's dad, Mr. Segal, he is very fluent in Spanish. Um, and he was also just a really good like, person. Like, you know, you, you, some teachers stand out to you. Like, he actually cared. You know, there's that few out there. And I, I had to, when I heard that podcast, I'm like, oh, I have to talk about Mr. Segal. Because I, I ran into him uh, shooting an event, actually, at the Smart Museum at UIC a few months back. And he still, mind you, like this was in fifth grade. This was like a long time ago. He still remembered me and my brother's names. You know? Wow. Yes. Yeah. Our parents, he remembered. Mostly because my brother's always got in trouble. But, <laughs> you know, it, it's cool to see someone like uh, still care and then like have his offspring out here still doing things. Yeah. No, it's a beautiful family too. Like his, yeah. his wife is super cool. And of course, Nico is a, is a real dude. And that's, yeah, that's lovely. Yeah. Um, well, yo, thank you so much for being yeah, at the you. corner store. Really appreciate you. And of course, look forward to the work uh, that you make and, and put in the world. And so thank you for thank that too. Thank you. Appreciate Thanks. you. We 
want to thank our super producer, DJ Cashera. WGN boss man, Todd Manley. Shout out Ernie the Engineer. And of course, Max the Snack Tour. All day. On IG and Twitter, we are... Corner Store underscore pod. Please y'all rate and subscribe on iTunes. Tell someone to listen to the Corner Store. And if you wish, you could also tell us who we should have on the Corner Store. Yeah, just you know, slide in our DMs. They're open. A great way to support us is through our Patreon account. It's patreon.com slash corner store underscore pod. And you can, you know, support us in our future endeavors and, you know... Get some benefits along the way. And it's like the little change jar. Like yeah, you, that, know. you know. In front, little, like at the corner store. Jar, right? Yeah, right, <laughs> right, right, right. Yeah, yeah. If you, if you listen, please support. And uh, we really appreciate your support. Thanks. The Corner Store is brought to you by Stolen Spirits. <laughs>